This is MJ Acosta from the NFL Network, and you're listening to Lemon City Live. What's up? Fresh is our turn, baby. Fresh button on the show here brought back an old familiar face. Uh, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Esto es Lemon City Live season. I gotta read the title up at the top. Season nine, episode six. Been doing this for a minute now, man. Been doing this for a long time, but every time it's always fun, it's always special. And days like today make it a little extra special. Today, I'm joined as always by producer Fungus, Chavi Guerrero, or Javier. I noticed everybody on the on the inner Miami press uh, post game presser calls you just Chavier, so I might just start adapting that too. <laughs> Leave the Chavi for for special, but uh, anyway, uh, and we're joined by an old friend of ours, old uh, Lemon City contributor, writer, podcaster, everything. Uh, our buddy from the Palm Beach Post, Zach Weinberger here. Thank you, Zach, for hanging out with us. And for those who don't know, our boy Zach, as uh, Gus over there pops his can and cheers uh, to, to, to the hanging out tonight. Uh, Zach writes for yep. Palm Beach Post. He is the main FAU guy anywhere in South Florida, anywhere in the country right now. I imagine, I imagine people have been reaching out to you, right? Like because of what's happening with this run. Have you made any like little appearances anywhere else? I mean, obviously, big time here. You know, coming on the Lemon City Live podcast. But. <laughs> No, but, listen. Uh, yeah, no, absolutely. I had so many DMs from radio stations, whether it be in South Florida or even in Houston, that just want to preview the game and and stuff. It's been great, you know, because I I usually get some radio appearances maybe within the conference, um, but it's more national mm-hmm. now. So it, it's it's pretty cool, you know. what I'm saying it's it's Heck amazing. Yeah. You know, my freshman year of of FAU was like almost near empty arenas where FAU would play, right? And it's like. <laughs> Now yeah. Madison Square Garden and and Houston, so uh, it's it's been it's been surreal, dude. Amazing. So let's just let's just jump into it, man. You're here. You obviously you got ties, but we'll we'll touch on that later, man. You're here. It's FAU. They're on this run. They're a nine seed, Conference USA still, right? Uh, last I checked. Okay. Yeah, this is the last <laughs> yeah. season before they move out. So last season of Conference USA here. There you go. Cinderella is not an appropriate term here. It's got to be something a little more special than Cinderella run here, man, because they've been dominating, taking out everybody in their path. And they're here. They've made it to the Final Four. Now South Florida is the college basketball capital of the world because you got, what is it, FAU's taking on San Diego State, right? And then on the other side of the, mm-hmm. of the, of the bracket, you got the Canes going against UConn. So you could potentially have an all-South Florida NCAA championship game. Which... The nation, the nation would go nuts if that happened. Amazing. <laughs> they would have hated. They, they won't oh, watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is, that is that is something. Even be saying it as a possibility. South Florida bias, man. Yeah, it just it doesn't register, man. Like that's yeah. even a possibility. Yeah. But but Zach, tell us, man. You've been you've been covering the team all season. Like how how do you how do you feel being at this moment now? And you're like you uh, you told us before you're heading out to Houston tomorrow. I'm assuming you're going to spend the rest of the time there doing everything, get gearing up for a freaking Final Four, dude. Tell us, man. How does it feel? 
you know, b- before I before I start, I just want to say I'm glad to be with you guys. It's been it's been cool to sort of catch up. And Lemon City Live was definitely along the pathway of me kind of being in the spot I am right now. So shout out to you guys, obviously. Thank you, brother. Um, because I, I again, when I was covering basketball for you guys, it was sort of the season where things were starting to more develop under Dusty May, and then the season prior to this season. You, you, I just knew there was going to be a significant jump in quality. Now, did I think it would be being ranked for the first time in the program's history, longest active winning streak in college basketball, conference championship, NCAA tournament? No, but it, <laughs> but it they've just you know proved me wrong. Even though I know that they're they're going to be really good this year, but um, again, they, they just they deserve to be where they are right now. And Dusty May has been the central reason and having this nine man rotation. They're a very selfless team. They're deep compared to a lot of teams in the con in, in the conference, uh, USA, and especially in the national mm-hmm. tournament. And especially when you look at these final four teams, you know, uh, compared to guys like San Diego state and Miami and UConn, this they're undersized, but they're gritty, man. You know, yeah. and I, I think that's, what's kind of been, uh, one of the factors of leading them this far, you know, and again, just being in present, just watch them against Tennessee, how they're outmatched physically. Uh, and still came out with the dub. And the same thing against Kansas State, man. I I, I had Kansas State going far. Um, <laughs> I, I think you broke my brackets. You know, that's... that's a- <laughs> I was going to ask so, you, uh, where did you have him in your own bracket? Where did you have FAU going out? I'm curious now. So so maybe this is more so biased, but I, when when the, the bracket, you know, originally came out, I actually had them going to the Sweet 16. Oh. Um, and, and losing there. And I think it was the Tennessee, actually. Um, so they proved me wrong, but wow. I, I think I wanted to change my bracket. The more I saw FAU playing the tournament and Tennessee playing the tournament, because I'm like, actually, FAU might have a chance against Tennessee. <laughs> they did, um, but yeah, no, it's this run has been incredible, and I think that San Diego State kind of shares a lot of similarities from what I've seen with Tennessee. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just just saying that FAU has a possibility of going to a national championship game. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. Shout out to Conference USA. You know, they've been, you look at the NIT right now and the teams, you know what I'm saying? Um, You know, maybe not FIU, but no, I'm saying. Now's the time to poke fun at them. Yeah, this is the time. Zach, you're not one of the 37 people out of 20 million that got the final four right, apparently. Oh, man. No, you should you should see when it was Shula Bowl time in football that would always bother these guys, man. Always. Oh, that was <laughs> the worst. <laughs> no, but it's been again, it's been just absolutely insane. But again, it's the question is why not FAU? Really, it's it's it's, it's so it's going to be an interesting rest of the weekend weekend for sure. Wow. I uh, you mentioned the team being gritty, just being selfless, and when you look at all four teams, man, I'm I'm. Full disclosure, I really haven't watched any college basketball all season. I've, you know, other than the main storylines, I don't, I'm not an avid college basketball watcher. Tournament time, yeah, I'll watch. I'll get into it. This is the first year I don't fill out a bracket in my life. In my adult life is the first time I didn't do it. I feel pretty good about it. I haven't had that extra stress. Um, I've been able to, I've been able to enjoy the, you know, the, the competition. But I have noticed one thing, man, this season and this final four is unlike any other not so much because of the obvious the teams that are in it but the lack of that singular star player anywhere on any of the teams all four teams are very much alike in that sense where there's no 
you know, like that one guy that 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 was that five star recruit coming out, who's the one and done guy who everybody was talking about, whether it was your your uh, in recent memory, anybody at Duke <laughs> or anybody at North Carolina or the, the Alabama kid that was yeah. highly coveted that everybody was you know talking Kentucky. about. Mm-hmm. Kentucky, yeah, your Derek Roses, any guys that you were like, all right, this guy's gonna let's see what he does in the tournament, as opposed to like this whole tournament's been, let's see what the team does, you know. And you get to this final four, and yeah. there's really, I, I, there's no standout player, just standout teams. No, absolutely, and I, I think that's one of the things that Dusty May told me, like one of the in one of the days of the press conference in New York, where it's like, you know, if you look up. The mm-hmm. word team on, on Wikipedia, they, they show up. They 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 just play as a collective unit uh, better than any other team in, in, in the national tournament. You know, it's, it's um, again, very selfless. You know, you have guys like Janelle Davis and Elijah Martin who can take over a game, but it's not like you rely on those guys every night. You know, there's just keys to victory. Yeah. They out-rebound every team. Even being undersized, they out-rebound every team. They out-toughen you know toughen the other team. They just will do a lot of things correctly, and especially in closed games. You know, I remember last season – they were on the wrong side of the aisle in terms of close games, but this season they're like 12 and one in games decided by five points or less. You know what I'm saying? Again, Dusty Mays, I feel like coaching career prior has been like, they have a lead, they lose it. And then, or just, you know, mm-hmm. just scenarios like that. And that's been totally different. So it's an help. What do you feel? What do you feel has been the catalyst behind that big shift? Like, is it just him finally getting his culture you know, set in stone at FAU and the guys finally being on the same page with him? Like, what, what's it been? I think it's been, I think it's been both. I think it's Dusty May sort of mm-hmm. instilling that men, that mental game plan for a lot of the guys, but also it's just been the development of the guys he's been recruiting. You know, you look at, and again, he just mm-hmm. finds these diamonds in the rough, like a Janelle Davis, like a, like an Elijah Martin, mm-hmm. a Giancarlo Rosado, a Vlad Golden, all sophomores. You know, so the, the, this team could is kind of built for the short term, but also built for the future Obviously, there's questions of mm-hmm. of May staying and, and, and stuff like that. Oh um, yeah. yeah, you know which again, which, which I will say that the jobs do keep filling up. So there's kind of maybe some possibility that there could be some extension talks. That's what he said. Um, okay. So we'll see what what that is. But again, uh, this team is just built for March in that sort of way. And like you said, um, a lot of these teams are kind of like they kind of found a game plan. They're not re- relying on like Kansas State, uh, uh, like a no a Noel or a Keontae Johnson, you know? So um, it, it's been it's been an absolute uh, just winning formula for them. So give us a little a little background here. How many wins in a row is it now for FAU? Because it's been a while since you guys have lost. It's, it, it's, it's been a <laughs> while. Um, I think it might be double digits, maybe 11. Okay. Um, I'm looking at it right now. 11, yeah. Okay. So listen, two more. <laughs> what's funny is 13 is the unlucky number so i don't want to you know jinx it right nah now. dude 13 is good bro 13 no, when you that's in miami you know what? Miami 13's a big number yeah it's yeah unlucky and, for the other team that's how exactly you and let, that's let, cool. let the other team you know let it, if you ended at 13 that's cool you could lose 14 you know but that's get to true. that 13 yeah, exactly. uh, zach so you're doing you're, you're you're traveling with the team you're following them on the final four you know on this run here uh, you see the team after they win, you know, their Elite Eight game. How does it feel, like, knowing that you've been watching this team, you know these players, and they see you out there, and they're like, because it's FAU. They're not expected to be there, I'm sure. And they're they're also, like, feeling like small mm-hmm. fish in a big pond, but yet they see a familiar face and, you know, Zach out there 
asking us questions in the post game and stuff like that. I mean, what's your relationship with the team as far as that? You know, like, yo, you guys are all like, whoa, this is really happening. You know what I'm saying? I, th- I think one of the benefits about being a kind of covering a small team for a long time is, you know, um, again, these guys just know you after like f- four or five years of covering this team, you know? <laughs> so like every time you interview Dusty in, in, the, in the national stage, he recognizes me. He says, hi, Zach. He doesn't do that with really a lot of other people besides maybe other people in, in Boca. You know what I'm saying? And even just kind of going to the locker room, you're dapping up the guys. You know what I'm saying? Again, you're being, but you're still asking uh, the questions that need to be asked. You're not obviously throwing the softballs, right? You have to kind of balance that out. Um, but no, it's been great. I mean, the guys, that's the best thing about them. They're genuine. You know, they kind of appreciate the, the people that have been there since day one, since yeah. the, the near empty arenas, since the renovations and, and stuff like that. So it's it's really cool to see Dusty May and the players be like, you know, you're there since day one. It's cool that you're getting to experience this, and it, it's good for them. You know, I know they want to come off sort of saying like, oh, we knew we were going to get to the final four, <laughs> right? Um, but obviously, yeah. there has to be some element of surprise to them. It's like, you know, like yeah, we're really good. I'm surprised we're this good, you know. So, and I don't even think it's a fluke either or anomaly. You know, mm-hmm. I I think um they they can have this level of success. I don't know about a final another final four appearance. But neither <laughs> compared to other teams in the conference, I think, you know, especially when you go to the AAC, um, it, it, they're, they're going to be a top team there. So it, it's been really awesome to witness. All right. Speaking of conference here, we're Conference USA, guys. Uh, you got some mm-hmm. FIU Panthers in here who are not having the best of run here as fans <laughs> of our, our, our prestigious university. Um, our football team is on the come up, but, you know, not where we thought we would be basketball team same um you guys in the interim have kicked our ass at the shula bowl uh now you're in the final four all these good things happening <laughs> in a place that i don't like in boca raton <laughs> i mean i'm not hanging out there i'm not doing anything yeah. no but i'm gonna give you zach i'm gonna give you a chance here to give us your best sales pitch as to why because also on the other side of the bracket we have the hurricanes you know which we've always felt like it's I mean, I grew up more of a a Hurricanes fan as a kid because before we had FIU, but then, you know, having gone to the school and everything, we FIU fans call that University of Coral Gables. So on both sides, Mm -hmm. you know, we could have the absolute worst thing that could happen to a hardcore FIU fan could happen here, you know, where you have an all South Florida final and it's just like, it's, oh, it's going to be ugly. But I'm going to give you a chance to give us your best (laughs) sales pitch here as to why we should root for FAU. What what why should we even invest a little bit of our fandom into <laughs> into the owls here? Oh man, uh, no sales pitch. Go cry in the corner. No, I'm seriously. Um, what, what you know when it comes, <laughs> you just got to come on. Just root for the underdog. Come on, guys. Let's put the beef aside. Okay, listen. Ne- next year there's gonna be no shulable. We're taking a break for a year before okay. we come all back. Let's all just be friends. Let's grab some popcorn, grab a couple of beers. Let's watch this final four. Let's root for South of a South Florida team that is in the Canes. You know what I'm saying? Because again, this is a smaller school. We they, they want the support. Just let's let's set it aside for a bit. Let's set aside the the 40 point uh, leads that FAU had against FIU and the Shula Bulls. Bro, oh, that's that helping. Your cause here, bro. 300 was, yards. I thought he was. Call, I thought he was calling a truce. I thought he was calling a truce, and he's about to start a war now. My bad, my bad. Sometimes they get a little carried away. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. No, but seriously, listen. I have a lot of FIU friends. 
maybe they're a little annoyed at me sometimes, but listen, um, we're, we, we share that bond at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? I feel like it's still a friendly sort of thing going on there. You know, listen, brothers, they, they, sometimes they fight with each other, but it's all love at the end of the day. And I think that's just kind of how it is. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> is that good enough? <laughs> <laughs> is that good enough? Please root for us. All right, all right. Maybe we'll put away our, you know, our, our gang colors here, and you know, come together and for for a day. We'll see. I'll see how Man, honestly the, the only the only uh thing that I would say that I would add to what Zach was saying is that if you look at like the SEC, who's like the biggest conference in the country, anytime one of their schools is in a final, the rest of those motherfuckers are rooting for that school. Yeah. They have that sort of mentality. You know what I mean? Yeah. But and I've never been a conference. I don't guy. like it. <laughs> I know. I, I've never, state. I know. State. I'm Rupert just saying. State. They're yeah. the most successful conference and they have that mentality. Yeah. And it's like, it's, it's, it is kind of annoying, put, but works, I guess. What I will say, if I was put in the position where it, it was FIU in this situation, I would definitely root for them. But I it wouldn't, <laughs> I, would, I would need to take them convincing as well, right? Or it's like, yeah, I wish it was FIU in that position. No, but like, but again, at the end of the day, I'm also kind of a South Florida guy. You know what I'm saying? So, like, whatever South Florida team makes it to any kind of championship in any sport ever, I'm usually going to yeah. root for them. You know, and especially if they're, like, the smaller school, like the, like the Canes or FIU, I'm going to be rooting for FIU, you know? Mm-hmm. So... I don't um, know, man. I feel like if 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 it was the other way around, FIU <laughs> was in the Final Four, and we just brought you in to talk FAU and your perspective, I feel like you'd be wearing a San Diego State University hat right now. Whoa. You'd be like, nah, bro, <laughs> not nah, root for you guys. <laughs> you'd be repping Shula Bowl wins over here still, even though we'd be in the I, Final listen, Four. <laughs> I plead the fifth. There's no comment. Um, nah, but come on, man. Listen. I, I'm not so yeah, sure how I feel about this now. But but it's also sort of the thing where it's like for us, right? It's like we never had we never had a tournament win, ever. Yeah. And the story kind of like if we, again in the shoes of FIU, it's the biggest story of the year easily. Besides yeah. FDU beating Purdue, you know whatever. But like if FIU comes in without a tournament win, they reach the final four in hopes of a comp- of national championship. How can you not root for that? You know what I'm saying? I see people on social media where it's like. I I can't. This is gonna be boring. I don't know any of these teams. The same people are complaining about the same teams always make it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like, come on, yeah. let's have FIU and FIU in the next Final Four next year. Let's let's do it. That I can get behind. That I can get behind. <laughs> um, That'd be amazing. Let's do a let's let's look into the future here, man. What Saturday's around the corner, dude? You're about to be there. You're gonna soak it all in. At the end of the game. FAU will. FAU <laughs> might win. They might lose. No. Ah. <laughs> but what I will say, when I was watching the San Diego State game in Creighton, yeah. I was rooting for San Diego State there. I think that's a team that FAU has seen before, whether okay. it be in conference or in the tournament. Again, that physicality, that size that they have faced mm-hmm. with Tennessee and, and Kansas State, that's a matchup I'm way more comfortable with. Um, but again, this team has done uh, wonders in the, in the tournament themselves. San Diego State beat Alabama. Again, all the number one seeds are out right now. Yeah. Um, it's still going to be a tough game. But I think when it comes to March, when it comes to the close games, when it comes to the keys of victory, I, I, I again, I, this is one of those t- tournament games besides the FDU game. I think that they can pull this one out. I was very yeah. uncertain, but still a little confident about Tennessee and Kansas State. This one, mm-hmm. I'm like, they're, they're, they have a really good shot. But once again, 
you can't overlook an opponent, right? I mean, that's just the name of the game. Um, but to me, I, 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 if you're an FAU fan, um, if they play right, if they shoot three ball like they've been doing all season, they're in really good position. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I, I think do. you guys have a great chance. I, I really feel like the 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 seeding means nothing right now. This is just there's so yeah, much no. parity, there's so much balance. Um, like I said, these are four teams that that I think all you know have their similarities, but they all deserve to be here. Absolutely, they've all got their big wins under their belt. There has been no fluky team here who's gotten by on an easy schedule. No, you guys, everybody's earned their spot here. Mm-hmm. Um, now, you said when you were watching Creighton San Diego, you were pulling for San Diego. So you're looking at on the other side of the bracket here. I know you have. I know you've looked at, you know, the Canes taking on UConn, where UConn seems to be like the most prestigious team here, having been They're a the prior national They're champion. The They're the favorites. But they're also only a four seed. You know, they're just... I feel like it's still the same. There's not, they don't have that premier player. They have, you know, good balance, just like, uh, like the rest of the teams here, but you're looking at that other game and I know you're not trying to be cocky FAU guy like, Oh, but I know you got to have one team (laughs) circled there that you would rather play. If things fall in line in the first game with FAU and you guys advance, who's the, who's the team that you think uh, FAU would match with better? Easily UM. Yeah. Um, I, I think besides me wanting to see an all South Florida okay. uh, national championship, mm-hmm. obviously, I do think there's some defensive deficiencies that Miami does have compared to UConn, who's way more of a polished team, yeah. uh, in my opinion. Like you just kind of mentioned how they're all sort of similar in that way. But UM has shown to like really when the other team gets on a run and then uh, they can capitalize off of that. So I, I to me, I would feel way more comfortable if I was FAU facing, you, you know, you know uh, Miami. Um, especially how the season last season, they had a great game in the borough, uh, FAU and Miami, and FAU lost by two points. And I just want to see that rematch. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And especially the biggest stage possible. I didn't think the rematch oh. would happen in Energy Stadium, the national championship, but <laughs> I, I would, um, yeah, I, I would love to see that. And I think the matchup is way better because just UConn, it's just that experience that just sort of uh, freaks me out. And I think compared mm-hmm. to San Diego State. And Miami, who just like us, don't have that experience in the Final Four and the national championship game. UConn has, yeah. so I think that would kind of scare me away more than. But yeah, you, you, I think UConn is- has it, but none of those players have it. You know, um, yeah. so it's it's anyone's game here. Although I think I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say if it is FAU, UM, or or UM gets makes it on the other side, I think I know who Gus is going for because there's not many Nicaraguans out there balling and i know that <laughs> yeah. he's a very prideful guy uh who's yeah. your boy in uh at um who's the nicaraguan dude norshad omir there you go no there way you go. Get that. so you yeah. got nicaraguan Horse. representation so Horse number Nelly. 15 <laughs> yeah he's a big time the big time defensive president and rebound oh that guy's a rebound machine man yeah. he's six seven and these these guys got a couple of seven two guys hey, gus has mm-hmm. the jersey and everything dude he's all about it bro Nika for life, you know, Fritanga for everybody. I had some oh, Fritanga today, it. by the way. Yeah. Nice. Oh, 100%. Oh, yeah, man. Bro, you know the Fritanga by where you used to live, Gus, <laughs> and which is where I live now? Um, bro, those ladies are always, yes. like, upset. Every time I go in there, they're always like, yeah. yeah. The they're not upset. They're just Nicaraguan ladies, bro. That's, bro, just, they're, they're, that's, there's how, no, there's, that's how they are. But there's no warmth. There's no, hey, good to see you. And every time I go in there, it's not like there's a line. No, it's bro. just me. I walk in there and you've been by yourself. And it's like, yeah. I feel like I'm interrupting every time I go in there. I'm like, uh, excuse me. 
Can I have some food, please? Here's my money. No, it's so is weird. The food, every time I go is there. the food good? Yes, the food is great, which I feel yeah. like they should be more prideful about it. But every time I go in there, I feel like depressed. I get out, I feel better when I eat. But That's man, the way know. it is. That's the way it is for people like that. That My mom, I can't take her to a restaurant because she complains. I can take her to the finest restaurant <laughs> in the world. She's going to say, this is not good. This is it. So maybe they're just like super proud of their food and they're, you know, they're upset that it wasn't as good as they thought, but it's still great. I don't know. So just eat it, man. Just eat it. <laughs> well, the food was delicious. Hey. Uh, Zach, before uh, we let you go, okay, I know a little bit about you. I know something about you, and I got to ask a question here. Oh, okay. Um, all right. If I know you're a big wrestling guy. Yes. Yes. And I know that this weekend you're going to be in Houston, but there's also something pretty big happening this weekend. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the sacrifices <laughs> we make. Okay. I'm probably going to miss What's... night one of WrestleMania. Great thing is, though, oh. two nights. Yeah. Okay. I'll check out night two. That's going to be where, you know, Cody Rhodes, <laughs> Roman Reigns, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of good matches going on. So, yeah. so. I think... I, <laughs> Why would they schedule the Final Four the same weekend as WrestleMania? Who, Aye, bro, whose idea time. was that? Big time. So, they didn't so, know if you was going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's true. No, but listen, that's that's just, true. I mean, um, but seriously, though, I mean, it, I, I, can, I can take not seeing night one, right? I mean, FAU in the Final Four, right? I mean, that's, well, that's, that's what I wanted to ask you, though. If yeah. you had your choice here. Okay, yep. and you could pick what to go to. If I gave you FAU Final Four, no, no guarantee that they're gonna win. Just to go to the game or front row tickets for night one at WrestleMania. Front row, front Dang. row WrestleMania night one, not night two. Just giving you night one here. You got to scout re- night two. Come on, what are you gonna Come do? Because I know WrestleMania uh... happens every year. Well, that, <laughs> you can exactly. pay to go to WrestleMania. Well, that's you exactly what I was gonna say. Actually, you know what I mean. That's a great point because. Um, when is the next time FAU is going to go to the Final Four, right? Um, I would love to think it would happen again, but obviously, like like he, like Gus said, <laughs> WrestleMania is every year, man. You know, it's, yeah. so no, the answer, the answer is FAU. But listen, oh, nice. WrestleMania yeah. sounds pretty good. But, <laughs> See, no, I but, know, I know, my dude's a big wrestling head, so that's yeah, why man. I've been I've been getting back into it, man. I watched the Rumble, I watched uh, the other pay per view that happened in between now. Chamber, yeah. Oh, I, yeah, that one. Um, and I've been trying. I'm, I'll be, I'll be watching. I'm working actually. The final four night. I got to work, so, um, so I'll miss part of WrestleMania. I'll probably catch it on the replay, and then I'll watch night two for sure. But go. all right, before I let you go here, I got, I got a little wrestling in here, and I never get to get some wrestling talk on here. Yeah. Who's gonna win the title? Is it Roman Reigns or is this Cody Rhodes is gonna end this? Or are we finally gonna be done with this bloodline crap? And are we gonna <laughs> have a new champion here on Sunday? Give us that. So listen, I think this whole bloodline storyline that's been happening since the pandemic, when it was <laughs> when the, the audience was TV screens. Yeah. Um, I, I think the storyline with Sami Zayn and all that stuff has been amazing, right? Yeah. Um, I think it has to reach its natural conclusion at, at the biggest stage uh, in in sports entertainment. Cody, how how can you not look at Cody Rhodes and think that's that's the guy, that's yeah. the face of the company? Um, I, I think Cody Rhodes has to has to win the titles, man. I, I think, I, despite the whole like, oh, he has to reach a thousand days. It's just a number. I mean, nine hundred plus days is pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I, I think it's Cody Rhodes' time. You know. All right. So, nice. That's, that's my prediction. Nice, nice, nice. Chavi, you got to get into some wrestling, bro. 
I don't know if it was the is, last is time you Jim, watched. Jimmy, Jimmy Superfly Snuka still around? That, <laughs> no. that dude's dead. Dusty, Dusty, Dusty Rose, the Iron Sheik. Iron Sheik is still tweeting. That's a good follow on Twitter. Kendall, well. Kendall, Kendall Nagasaki. No, no, no Iron no Sheik is my favorite Twitter account. It's like fuck you, Jabroni. <laughs> That's all he says all day long, dude. Yeah, he just he just shit talks uh, Hulk Hogan, and I love it. So it's, <laughs> no, it's great. No, awesome. I will say Snuka's daughter is wrestling. Maybe oh, there you go. so. I mean, oh, there you maybe go. a reason. Maybe a reason to watch again. Yeah, you you, man. I I got it too. Mm-hmm. I've been I've been watching. I I enjoyed Rumble. I enjoyed Elimination Chamber, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm gonna look forward to enjoying a little WrestleMania too as I've as I've gotten back into. My uh, my my old roots here, but uh, Gus, any last questions for for our guest here before we uh, we let him go on? He's got a long day, long weekend. Let him get some rest and prepare. <laughs> any last questions? <laughs> no, man. I appreciate you coming on, Zach. It was nice catching up with you, bro. And uh, much success to you in the future, man. Don't forget about your Lemon City boys. <laughs> no, I, never. Give him the shirt, Lemon City yeah. alum. Either Lemon City alum. Oh, yeah. Send me, send me your address. Send me your address. I'll I'll send. I'll make it happen, man. Awesome. Yes, I love that. No, but once again, it was awesome being on here, especially during a moment like like what's going on with FAU and stuff. And once mm-hmm. again, uh, Lemon City Live was one of those places where it got me going. It got me noticed. Um, it's a great place. You know what I'm saying? So I really do appreciate you guys bringing me on, treating me well. And then um, it, it just, especially the advice you guys have given me, the opportunities. It's been great. I can't thank you guys enough for that. Nah, bro. Awesome. Thank you, man. Nah, man. Keep, keep sure, making man. us proud, bro. And have man. fun out there and be safe. All right, brother? Absolutely. Thank you, guys. All right, man. Have a good one. Enjoy your rest of your night. Peace. You too. Ah, man. I'm getting all emotional. Lemon City University, man. man. You guys guys got it going. I'm getting all emotional. I'm feeling it in my You need to do an online online class. We should should cut that little clip and just send it to every, like, head of journalism department at every university. Like, send us your best, guys. Send us your best. We'll make them better. But no, nah, man, for real, good talking, man. Uh, yeah. to, to see Zach from where he was writing his first little mm-hmm. FAU article for us to now, you know, being in Houston and covering the team, dude. All the best for him, mm-hmm. man. And I, I, I wish him nothing but the best and continued success wherever uh, wherever this takes him. Awesome. Um, but right, the show right. goes I remember, on. The show I remember uh, meeting him. I remember meeting up with him at yeah. Hard Rock Stadium so that <laughs> I can give him a Lemon City mic for when he covered FAU games. And yep. we kind of just met in the middle there. Yeah. And I was, you know, color, color Bay, he's in Boca. Yeah, but we met him one time at, at Two Home as well. Oh, that's right, yeah. By, yeah. So, yep, yeah. Yeah, uh, but anyway, best of luck to him, man. But show must continue. Chavi, mm-hmm. you're here, and now it's time for you to take the floor front I'm and center. Here. I'm here, and I need a Lemon City mic. You need a Lemon City mic. We'll, you we'll do make need a Lemon happen. City mic. Bro. Yeah, we'll make something happen here, but... What we need from you right now is to tell us what the hell is going on up in uh, Fort Lauderdale oh, with man. our our we're, at the home of the, the at the sacrificial home of the old Fort Lauderdale Strikers, man. I need you to tell mm-hmm. me what the hell is going on here and uh, and give us the skinny here, man. What's happening, dude? Because the, the, we the went team. from up here, we went from up here two and oh, Kings of the East, all these great things to ready. Down yeah. there, bro. That's that's the sound special. that it made too. Put, put that, put that the special effects. It's yeah, the roller coaster, that's the man. Sound. That's the it's sound. A, it's, a ro- it's the roller coaster. The Inter Miami CF roller coaster. The same roller coaster they've ridden every single season, right? They have yeah. high peaks and they have lows, and they, you know, in last season they ended up high. 
We started high. Now there's there's a low point. Three games in a row. Man. I mean, I didn't see that coming. Look, I get I, roller I coasters, but can we have just a little sustainability? Even on the bad end. I don't mind if we were just sustainable bad. Then we can make changes. Because <laughs> I feel like when we do this good and then go to bad and then peak up again, it's like you can't really get a feel for what's going on with the team. They, they can't and you get can't a make the necessary corrections. You know what I mean? They can't. They can't get a break right now. It's like if some babalao did something, kiddo chicken or something over there. Um, you know, after after Gregory got injured once again, no excuses. Blah 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 blah. blah. Uh, That's a big big dog in the middle. It, 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 it we feels, say no. It, you you cannot mention Gregory's name anymore. No more. It's no it. more. No more. We're, no we're more. Stop being a bitch. That's oh, it. we're gonna get fined <laughs> for that. It, yep. Also, also, this is this is a team that continuously and and for all the time they attack um, the coach for tactics that he's horrible. He he likes to do a lot of different formations. He likes to do a lot of things. And I think the latest the latest uh, that he's introduced, which is is you know playing out the back with the center backs, having the the outside backs out wide. I I don't think they they've completely grasped the concept in a defensive way. Attacking, they're 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 doing you know a good job attacking, but but the moment that someone's caught up way high on the pitch and it's a quick counter, it's been very very difficult for for Miami to cover the spaces adequately and correctly. Even the last goal that they scored, uh, Kekamara, the the eternal goal scorer, and he own, he owns into yeah. Miami, right? He always he seems. I think he's probably scored. I'm making this up. But I'm 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 pretty sure he's probably mm-hmm. scored in all ten teams he's been at at least one goal against Inter Miami. Yeah, like, I think it's like, like twenty seven is his tally. Making yeah, that up too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but the, the team, you know, what was it? It was a they lost the ball in midfield, quick counter. It was seven people against like two. Nobody takes a defensive tactical foul. Nobody fouls the guy and takes a yellow or maybe even a red. But but you stop that, you know. And, and then. Kamara gets it and goes in and scores. What happens? That the spaces are not being covered. The spaces are not being covered. The rotations are not are not happening. And I don't understand uh, if it's well. I'm pretty sure it's it is the players, because the coach can only do so much. You know, they, you're in practice. You you run it. You run the practice. You explain it. But you have to do it in the game. And yeah. and I don't I don't think people are are covering the spaces they should. In, in the right moment, and they're not doing their assignments. I mean, in this last game, I'm, I'm very, very upset with DeAndre because he's he's uh, he's 29 years old. He's played in England. He's a veteran. He has all the experience in the world. Yeah. He, he was an All Star last season, but he's not doing that. He's not providing that. He's not providing leadership for his team right now on the pitch. I mean, in regards to his play, quality play, because the guy's a great guy and a great leader. I'm talking mm-hmm. about on the pitch. With now your coach play. too, bro. You got to be careful when you talk about your old coach. Right? I, 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 I let, <laughs> I gave him, I, I helped him take that three-one win, man. I, I, you know, I was back All there right. kicking, I, I was back there kicking that's people, true. making sure that maybe, maybe, kicking maybe, people. Maybe he's out here talking all this stuff about DeAndre because he didn't get enough minutes. Next you know? season, he might not pick me. He might not pick me. <laughs> I was, I was like Kristoff and, and McVay back there, man. I was, I was doing my thing. So, <laughs> all right, but, but he, he was, he was caught off guard. Uh, a couple of times in the first mm-hmm. goal, he was high. And then the last goal, um, he, w- he he looked like he was kind of jogging back. Even though he might have not been able to catch, you want to see that hauling butt. What I what I can say is he might – well, one, he just had – you know, he's human. He just had a baby recently, so I don't know if he's getting a lot of sleep. But the other thing, he looked like he had a special wrap on his right knee. And, and I don't mm. see – I haven't seen anything – as far as their injury reports or, or they're making any kind of big deal about that, 
but but this is a speed guide. This is a. It's amazing. <laughs> this is a, a speed guide there. And, a, and an athletic guy. If you if you see it, and you know he he was wrapped up. He was wrapped up. So I'm I'm thinking something's bothering him a little bit, and that might be you know one of the reasons his play has gone down. And then okay. after after in the in the press conference, the coach when when I asked him about the young guys, you know he he, he went very general and he started talking he mentioned harvey neville his son mm-hmm. but but you know he plays right back and he says he's pushing the the starters for playing time and i know he's not pushing uh negri because negri just made mm-hmm. team of the tournament so so yelling that's a little poke at him and, and i think the coach is seeing you know there, something's not right there he might be injured he might have something that they're not really making a big deal out of you know sometimes they don't yeah didn't he also like launch a new clothing line too? Like maybe he's got a little too much on his plate. That that's that's another thing. We're, they're human beings, right? They're, they're, we yeah. forget we forget that this is entertainment for us, right? But this is their livelihood. But they're human too. You know, he just had a baby. I remember when when my baby was born, I I would sleep two hours at a time, one and a half hour maybe. So Ugh. so so if you're if you're if you're Gross. if you're if you're um, that you know, kids is why you don't have kids. If you're a pro player, <laughs> unless he's sleeping on the couch or he's somewhere else or the baby, you know, you know, the baby gets presidents. So his ass is out of the room. He's somewhere else. Yeah. So he might yeah. be sleeping. Who knows what's going on with him? But you, yeah. you know, you need, you need to. Hard to, times, to, yeah. It, mm-hmm. It's tough. Plus, plus that knee. So I think hard times, daddy. I think something's off with him there. But he, he needs to step okay. it up. He needs to step it up. That's one Shall of the he? things. Shabby, you mentioned uh, you mentioned Neville's kid, uh, Harvey Harvey James yeah. Neville, right? Is his name? You mentioned him. Uh, yes. A lot of I've I've heard from different people, or I've seen people tweeting or whatever commenting about you know maybe he doesn't really deserve the minutes that he's getting. Hey you know, hey, 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 hey 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 the, the haters are in. <laughs> yeah, um, the, yeah, from what, I, from what I've seen, I'm I, I I try to be always very objective in yes. regards to 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 what I say when when I analyze the player. And I don't think he's – let me tell you, last season, they had Oyoa playing mm-hmm. right back a lot of times, covering. And, and Neville's much better than that. Um, he, he can play at this level. He's young. He, he's getting his first minutes, too. He can play mm-hmm. – you know what? I'm surprised uh, he, at how young you yeah. said Yedlin was. I, for some reason, he's I – Because he's been – we know – we've heard him since he's 15, 16. Dude, you know? Yeah, like I forget how long of a career he's had because I, I can go back to him playing in yeah. Turkey – in uh, Newcastle, mm-hmm. young, uh, young, with the young, Sounders young. twice. Newcastle, man. All, all the yeah, Sounders, all experience in the world, and he and that needs to be brought. You know, he needs yeah, to step yeah. it up this season. He needs to step it up. Well, we're getting back to Neville, I I personally believe that he has the ability to play. I think the minutes he's played, he's played mm-hmm. well. He's defended decent, and he's attacked. He's put some good passes. I, I think you know mm-hmm. he's he's gonna continue to improve, like like the rest of these young guys there. I don't think it's just, but like you I said, don't think it's just nepotism. Yeah, like you said, he is young. I just saw he's born in 2002, June of 2002. He was born a few days after I graduated high school. I was, I was a Edwin junior is, in Edwin's a, <laughs> I'm the oldest one of you guys. Definitely be so my I, son. No, he's definitely you are. My son. See, I'm the youngest I, one I'm, on this, I'm on this the show right now, and he was born after I graduated high school. Yeah, no, no. So I, I don't. So, but, I don't but think has Neville, I don't think. But it's has nepotism. Neville? But has Neville? Do you think Neville's relying too much on young guys right now at so early in the season, or is is are they is he uh, are they forcing his hand because of injuries and other things? It's a little bit of both, but I don't think he's. He he also mentioned in the conf, in the news conference that th- that's the way they're going. They're they're going to yeah. go and, and give the, these young kids uh, an opportunity. 
Um, so I think that's part of the plan. The other thing is, you know, next season is when the money comes back in and, and they can go normal mm-hmm. and they can maybe, you know, get, move people around and, and bring some, some more veterans in. But um, the, the young people he's brought up, you know, let's talk about Noah Allen. Noah Allen played last season as experienced. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, he got hurt. He was having a great preseason. Uh, he's ready to play MLS because there's, there's young players in the league, if you see around the league, making differences and, and scoring. Caleb Wiley. Yeah. And so, so and in soccer, man, 15, 16, 17, you're, if you're good enough, you, you deserve to play, you can play and you can make a difference. Yeah. I think yeah, you want to feel old. You, you want to feel old. Noah Allen, it was in high school last season and playing for inner Miami. So, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that, that, that might their, be normal. Yeah, that might be normal in was 17 and he just turned 18. Kamashi just yeah. turned 18. David Reed is, is that, 19. Is he, is Allen one of their uh, academy guys? Like he got promoted. He came, from, he came, yeah, yeah, he came, he came through, he came through. Nice. He came through. And then Shanadier Bordelin, he, another young guy. I think each one of those players is, is a player that has a lot of potential and, and, and it's, it's a good player and, and they deserve to be there. You know, to me, Neville deserves to be there. In the game against, um, what was it, the game, which game was it? Was it Toronto? Uh, Remember I said that they were telling everybody that Neville's kid was the one that was off when they crossed the ball in and and Osorio scored. And and, and to me, that wasn't the case. He was with his guy. He saw that everybody shifted and left, you know, the player open, Osorio open, and he came in to try to get there on time. And he he just didn't because everybody's shift was off. Um, I don't think he's playing terrible. I don't think it's nepotism, but I, I hope and I, and I believe he can do that. That Neville is professional enough to to you know critique his son, and if he's not doing it, he's gonna put him on. I think he can. I think he can, and I think he will. He 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 talked about Joseph and and Campana. I mean, he said if Shanadier Bordelin yeah. is playing well enough, he's gonna take minutes from one of those guys, and if he does that, that's a big move. If he benches Joseph, you asked me last week how his attitude was. It's been great. But if he benches Joseph, then the attitude might not be great anymore. Campana, Campana has been injured, uh, but he's still. This is his season. Like last yeah, season, he was. Bro, we his were. Season. We were he needs to play. This guy coming in, yeah, man. We're five games into the season. We haven't had a minute of Campana yet, and to me, mm-hmm. that is like, bro, we can't have That's that. Problematic. Like, he has man, to yeah. play this. They, week. they need to fix. They need to fix his injuries. His, his knee. His his calf. They, they need to figure out what's going on. If it requires surgery, okay. I don't know. I'm not getting. I don't have any placement leg already, up. man. Like yeah. this is ridiculous. we got to go bionic, artificial yeah. intelligence. I don't know what we're gonna do, but we got to get that guy on the field, and he needs to get rolling. He needs to get rolling. For real, but, man. But, because... but, but the, the young guys, I think the ones that are there have the talent and deserve to be there. David Reese started. Uh, he, he just played his first minutes in the last game, mm-hmm. you know, and against Chicago, and and I was a little bit impressed. I was a little bit impressed with the quality. People see when you analyze, you, people see different things, and they're like, "Oh, these young kids, they suck. They're not doing." You have to help, you know, let them develop also. But the the things I saw from his kid, his first minutes, his first minutes in a in a complicated game because they're losing. The kid was going and asking for the ball. He was getting it. He was making some good decisions, giving some good passes. He showed he has the temperament. He has the nerves to to play. And to me, that's the beginning. That's a great sign. And he has a skill. I think he's got a good foot. And so yeah. I, I'll keep my eye on that kid. But, uh, Professor, mm. I have to ask, uh, this is See? Inter-Miami. This isn't, you know, any other. This isn't Inter-Fort Lauderdale. This isn't Probation Western FC. This, is, this is Inter-Miami. This is big time. 
This is you got to be a star to play here. Beckham, this isn't, everybody else, yeah. This isn't we're here to breed an academy. This isn't the Inter Miami Academy. Those guys will get their chance, but I need to see some guys go out there. The guys that we paid for, we lost mm -hmm. Gregory. We Joseph hasn't been himself yet. He scored a goal event for Venezuela this week, so that's maybe a sign. But Leo Campana and his bionic leg, he's looking real pretty on the sidelines. We side need our big boys. We need our big boys. I, I, I understand. We need our guys. The guys are getting because, paid. The guys are getting yeah, paid. But you yeah, know what? Without them, without these guys? Sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit. You know? and Right now it's I, maybe shit. It's yeah. a lot of shit, okay? It's a lot of shit right now. And I'm not happy. And I know you're not. You're going out to the game. That's two. We came off to two losses. We just lost to Chicago, man, who's... Like one of the worst the teams bottom. in the league. They were at the bottom. They were we at the bottom of the Eastern Conference. Of the season. But now we're you know? here. And, it, and, I, and look, it's not like how we lost to New York City where it was like an own goal, one other. No, we were down 2 nothing to the worst team in the league. You know, with these young guys in the in the mix. With everybody got a chance to play because the bigger guys were out. And it showed that we don't have the talent to even match up with the lowest mm -hmm. team in the league who's also, you know, uh, hampered by by their own losses. They didn't have Shakiri. They didn't have a couple of their guys. Like, this is really concerning as an Inter-Miami fan yeah. that we can go from being tops, 2 nothing. Drake Callender, back-to-back goalie. Hadn't given up a goal, and all of a sudden now, just, like, nothing. There's Dude, the goal that that, that Colombian defender scored on him, a defender, a defender from Chicago, not four even guys, it's, four guys around them and, and four guys around them. And he's botting them up and spinning around them. Took he like two Mota. shots. Yeah. He, he took like two shots. Missed, and then he just got right in front of Drake and just put it right by his face. dude. Just yeah. Drake, Drake had nothing to do there, but, but McVeigh, I'm watching that play and I'm thinking McVeigh was a little bit tentative. He didn't, yeah. he, he, the ball hit him. It went back to the guy. And I, I don't, I would have liked for him to go and body him because he was just pushing. Like, Malta was like a little mosquito right here. He's like, you know, get out of the way. And, and McVeigh was, gave him too much space. I, I wish he would have gone when the ball was being fought at the feet and, yeah. and put a little body on him and, and make him feel his 6'4 frame. And, Stay and chest. Stay yeah. Chest. yeah. Something, something, something. I would have liked that. It didn't happen. And then he just blasted, destroyed, annihilated well, but, Drake. But it's also – but. Drake is at fault here too, man. As as a prior goalie myself, okay, I'm taught as a goalie, you know, for, having for been finish. one of the best goalies and an in adult intramural league on Sundays, and that makes um, you an expert. Exactly, I can talk about this. Of you got to make yourself you big. It. You got to make yourself big, and he didn't do that in that spot. You got to come out and attack. If you're four guys, if your defense is letting you down, and it's a defender there, it's not Leo Messi. It's not, you know, uh, a forward with dribbling skills, but you got to come out there and take that play out. Put like you got to, he just stood there. And I thought that was wrong. You got to make yourself big. He didn't make himself big by coming out of the goal. The more the goalie comes out, the smaller the goal gets behind him. It's just, you know, that's just physics there. You got to pull yourself out there, limit that shot angle that this guy had. But essentially, that was like that was like a pickup game goal, you know, where the goalie doesn't is not normally a goalie, and he's just standing by the post. That like, goal oh, doesn't happen again. That, that goal doesn't happen again. And no, because if it does, 15, I'm benching calendar. No, no, no. In the next 15, I'll play with 20 the, years. I'll play with ten guys. I'll put a cone out there. I, just put a to cone me, in the, 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 the last person I fought there was him. Uh, I mean, I, I yeah, calendar just no, got annihilated. Was, I, I would I wouldn't blame him for that. I, I'm. I'm pissed at no, the I'm four guys everybody. standing there. I'm pissed at the four guys standing there and, and nobody got it out. Just like the same, the, the third goal. The guy yeah. gets the ball. He steals it. Kermashi chests the ball, tries to give it to Yellen. Yellen doesn't make a, a 
effort to try to get to it. And, the, you know, the kid takes off, uh, gives it to Brian Gutierrez. Gutierrez is surrounded by five, six players. No one bothers to, like, take a tug a shirt, take a, a yellow card, hit him. I wouldn't even take a red. Hit the guy, knock it, stop the play, nobody. Camaro is all the way wide open, just walking in the freeway. You know, he's, he's no toes, yeah. nothing. You know, when everything's green, no toes, yeah. you go. Well, he's going in and, and he gets the ball. And then there, this one where I, I blame Drake a little bit, he gets it past him on the first pole. I would have loved yeah. for him to force him to the second. That one I can I can a little bit uh criticize. I've him been there. I've been disappointed with the whole defense and the whole like they've, they've like, been they've just been everything, bro. And like I said, that that play, dude, with yeah. the Tarango, man, I was just I was maybe good, I was maybe that. shit, maybe good. No, maybe that shit. one, <laughs> that maybe one was good, not. That was, sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit. And at that moment, it was nothing but shit. Um, it's, it's, and I don't like been, that. It's been, it's been, yeah, no, no, they they need they need to find you know their mojo again defensively. They need to tighten up. They need to. I, I, to me, it's the rotations when they get cut off guard. So what I would like to know is, are they going to continue to play that? You know, going up with their 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 wingers, their 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 outside backs going up and getting caught information, or are they going to start maybe leaving the line of four a little bit further back, or or, or controlling where with Negri goes, Yelling cannot go past. I mean, it's, I think those are decisions by the player because in one of the goals yeah. it was the same thing. Negri lost the ball up top, they got it back down, and you know it was a counter, and they switch it, and Yelling still caught up. He was way behind, and he's still yeah. trying to get there. They switch it, and they tap it in because he's out of position. So we have two, you know, those two guys up there and all this space right behind them, and they're not coming back. Nobody's shifting the pivot guys. The pivot guys are supposed to, you know, get to these plays. They're supposed to pivot and get to those plays and slow it down at least. Nobody's doing any of that. And Javi, you know what you're telling me? You're telling me a lot of things wrong. And when there's a yeah. lot of things wrong, then there's a mm -hmm. big problem here because we already mentioned – you, Houston, you playing the young guys. You played the young guys. They got their opportunity. You saw nothing. You've had the young guys had their opportunity from the beginning of the season. Bryce Duke hasn't done, you know, anything to be proud of all season. And he got his opportunity. He's, he's let me down. He's let me down. You got, I expect, you know, I expect Joseph, there's a lot of negatives here. Franco Negri, hey, he scored a goal. Hell of a goal. Good goal. You know, he had a pretty good game. Uh, Stefanelli stepped up there to an extent. Um Pisado hasn't played. Pisado didn't play bad this game, and I actually he didn't play was bad, watching but the he second didn't game. Play, but he didn't play great. But and you need, you need, is, you need, you need someone to play with. You need no. someone the, you, that's so get it, with get, you, man. Listen, I get all those things, man. But the problem is, there's a lot of things wrong. And when there's a lot of things wrong, like any business, you start looking around. If everybody in the business is making mistakes, where do you look? Well, the head coach, you got You got to go to the top. He he's got to fix. He's got to find the issues, and, and I want to see I what feel, he's going to do this game. And I feel like this here is this is the big Achilles heel for for Neville. You know, he's not the. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like I have the confidence in him being that X's and O's guy who's who looks at this, assesses the problem, and says, "I know exactly what we need to do." I feel like when guys aren't playing well, he's a good communicator. He's a good motivator, and this mm -hmm. and that. But this, I feel, is going to be a, a very difficult challenge for him. I hope I'm wrong, but I'm looking at the schedule. We're going to Cincy this week, who's one of the top, you know, three, they're four teams in the know. league. They're, they're mm. going to let us know. They're going to let us know. I have a feeling it can has... get ugly. It can get very ugly in Cincy with Inter-Miami going there. They're Devastated. So still deep. 
and, and attacking mm-hmm. players, they are so deep and talented. Since he's a sick team, dude. Brandon Vass yeah. has finally yeah. got on the board. He got his first goal of the season. So he's, he, you know, that's just what we needed. This, the sleeping giant, their big goal scorer who hadn't scored all season, got a goal. The he, game likes Inter, they play he likes Inter Miami. He, he usually puts one on them too. Exactly. You know? this, is, so, this is the new Kai Kamara. Yeah. And, uh, man, I, I don't know, man. I'm not convinced with what's going on with Inter. This, to me, is the lowest of the low right now. The loss to Chicago, the third straight loss yeah. that we lost to, the fact that we're in year what four now of the team, you know. But is it really? Have, but is it really? Still, I, I'm not making excuses. Yeah, yeah it I'm is, man. Making excuses. We have an it owner. Is. What? Look at Nashville. Nashville's not going through all these things. They Dude, started Saint, the same season they're, they're, that Inter Miami. They're not started. going through this. They didn't go through Saint the Louis sanctions and all the issues. Saint Louis is five and zero, man. Saint the Louis sanctions were self brought on. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Of course, no, no, no. absolutely. But it affects it yeah. affects the team. This is a problem that's affecting not just on the pitch with the coach, but above. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what do they the, say? The ownership. It's, not how, it's not how you start; it's how you finish. Let, yeah, bro. You know, we, we got to give it a little bit of time. You got a young, I, a young I, team. I get it, man. But we're 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 so many years into this, and we're at this point. Right. And the project. Is, the like, project honestly, have the, the, the reason why I asked about the young players getting playing time is because at this point in the project, we shouldn't be. Oh, okay. We're gonna go young. You know, we're thinking of. I don't know if they're thinking of the future or whatever, or maybe they just think that these young guys are better than the veterans that they have, but. That that doesn't seem like that's where we should be at at this point in in the inner Miami project. We yeah. should have the established guys that are leading the way. You know what I mean? And yeah. and taking us have, to to victories and and everything. Like that. That's not happening. We have two, I, we have I, way I agree, more questions than we have well. answers. We have way more questions than we have solutions. Yeah. And that's what Gus I think is trying to say there. And I I agree a hundred percent. Like I'm just scratching my head, going, dude. Like what? How are we gonna fix this? What's gonna how we've gotten ourselves into this hole after starting yeah. off so well, like man, again, just head scratching stuff, man. Again, again, yes, absolutely, yeah. I, I agree with you. Neville's so, going to show us. Neville's going to show us who he is, what he knows, what he can do. What is he going to do to adapt and 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 change the circumstance? This, this I, is a we'll huge game. Since he is a huge. Oh, this is the game. biggest game in. This is the biggest game in Inter Miami history. You lose I don't know about that. I don't know about no, that. No, it bro. is, dude. It is considering the circumstances of the fact that this is year four. Game six and where, out of 34? Game six yeah, out of 34? Yeah, but it's the, the, the expectation of where they thought they would be at this point and where they could possibly be in reality is so vastly different that it's just, it's head scratching. It's it's panic button smashing if you're anybody in the in the brassness and if if your seat's not already on fire your ass is going to burn if you're Phil Neville if you lose this game like think, it's not even a seat, hot seat anymore i think it's more just, I, I don't I, I think it's more on the players hot seat than the coach right now i don't think they'll they'll, they'll, yeah, they'll make yeah but a you move can't get rid of 11 players Chavi. you know that I you know who's got the Whose head is on the guillotine for the whole team right now? It's, Absolutely. It's Phil Neville. And if he has a bad game, he might not even make it back from Cincinnati. You know, his you son think, might have think, to fucking buy him a ticket. I think it's that bad. I think it's that bad. I think if you drop if you drop a 4-0, 5-0 like they did Austin last season, then then we're then then we have to start looking I think at it. I think I think it could get that bad in the sense that like look, he's with every game that passes, he's going to have less and less allies, you know, and people sticking his neck out for him. And Beckham's always going to have his neck for him. I don't think Beckham will ever be like, nah, hey, you know, we got to do this. 
But there's other people involved here, man. The mass, uh, the mass ownership, the other people, everybody's gonna be like, yo, we we want something, we need something better. We don't want because yeah, yeah. with he's every ahead, loss, he's ahead of the ship, he's ahead of the ship, and with he's every loss, it makes the potential of a messy acquisition tougher and tougher to sell because your team's playing like shit, you know. Um, so we'll see, we'll see, but big, we'll, big uh, game, big game. I don't know if the big, biggest in I the history of the team. But but I definitely I, I definitely it, 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 it's it's a big game and, and it's going to have a lot of repercussions uh, yeah. of, for the season. If if now you you gave me all the negatives. Now if somehow Phil figures this out, somehow he he makes you know the rotation that he gets the players played and and they pull out a one zero victory at Cincy, let's say, or a one one yeah. tie or a zero zero tie, and they and they hold this team to zero in their home and yeah. and play defensive solid defense. Then we look at him differently, right? So I'm I'm gonna think, wait till this game is over, yeah, and see what happens. I think I think I think if he wins, if it, if he have a tie or anything like what you just said there, mm-hmm. I think it just extends the fuse a little bit, you know. But I don't think you know, it, it, it sounds it, like it, your it, mind is I don't already up. I think your mind is no, already no, no. Up. I, I I just think the fuse will be extended, but I don't think the fuse will be extinguished. I don't think it'll calm no. all the fears and like oh everything's gonna be all right. And I think you still got to worry about it. Now you come out, Leo Campana shows up. And he he gets you a hat trick. Possibility, and you win 3-1, Possib- possibility, 4-1, possibility for nothing. And you you show, but you, here's the thing: you got to show not only on offense but on defense. You got to have a complete game. Phil Neville has to have coach the game of his life here mm-hmm. and have a complete game to extinguish all that flame around. That's the him. thing. That's the thing. Offensively, Inter Miami is fine. They're they're one of they in the Eastern Conference at least. They're not at the bottom of the barrel when it comes to goals scored. You know what I mean? They're they're near and the Joseph top. And, they're, and they're not the best, but they're played. near the top. Hmm? Exactly. So once, once when those guys when those guys get it going, you know it'll be even better. But defensively, Hopefully. defensively they're giving up too many goals. Yeah, you know I, that's I, I that's agree. Teams. I agree, and, and it's yeah, the, the way they're playing. Yes, the and playing. soccer's you know, soccer's rough. Soccer's rough when you're playing a style where you you're gonna constantly be giving up a lot of goals. You better be scoring a shitload more goals. They yeah. should be scoring like at at Atlanta's pace if they're going to be giving up the amount of goals that they're giving up. They don't have Thiago. They don't have a yeah. Thiago yet. Hopefully, we'll have a yeah, Messi. Yeah, they don't. Hopefully, we'll have, Hopefully a, we'll Messi. have a Messi. Hopefully. Um, well, you you want to talk about that a little bit? Well, well. Oh, the, the new reports? Or you, you the still use? They they said about, that the, you know, the, the MLS uh, it, uh-huh. it, it, the MLS supposedly they're 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 in agreement that the teams in general the whole team all of them would would you know, uh, get together to pay Messi's uh, salary and he would decide where he wants to play. Like where, where he can go to whatever team he likes. Yeah. That's those, yeah. those are things that have been put out there. How, how basically um, it'll be Messi league soccer. The MLS would be the Messi league soccer. If, if, if that so, happens and it's happened, <laughs> if that happens, well, if that happens for sure, for sure, Miami has to be the favorites. I mean, I don't, I don't see, but then they mentioned New York, you know, and they mentioned other, other places, LA, Places where they already have solid, mm-hmm. solid in, in place. And imagine Messi stepping into LAFC. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to see that. Stupid. Then, then now yeah. they will be, be able crazy. to contend for, for, for tournaments, international tournaments. You know, yeah. they're, they're yeah. going to be a power in Champions Leagues. Mm-hmm. And, and even, you know, um, the, the club World Cup. FIFA and club all those World other Cup. Yeah. yeah. Then, then it's a different thing. So yeah, that the, the scenario for that yeah. has changed a little bit in regards to Miami, just like you said, because it does it. It's a little bleak down here. 
So this game is really important. Mm -hmm. I'm not in the, the most important game of, of the history of the team. I, franchise. I'm not there yet. I don't believe that. I will but, convince but, you. But, but it, is, it is really important, you know, what you're saying. They, they're still going to put a little bit of fire under the coach, and he, he, you know, he needs to produce. He needs to show, and, and this is his yeah. season. Remember, he only has a one-year contract. It's yeah. not like they extended him. It's not like they were super because we're talking about Beckham. Oh, he's his buddy. And his buddy didn't give him a two-year extension. His buddy didn't give him a yeah. three-year extension. He gave him one year. Yeah. So, so. I, I'm not. I'm not so sure how much buddy you know in business they are. Um, so it, it, this is a tough game for the yeah. coach and the players need to step up. But you know who needs to step up? All those veterans. You know, you guys are talking yes. about the young guys. The young guys are just there to to add a little bit of, you know, some ingredients, to add a little bit extra to 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 the team. But but the, the um, veterans need to step up, and they yeah. haven't done it. They haven't done it. Joseph, come back and please score a brace. Let's see. You know, yes. Campana, get out of get out of the injury, get out of you know the the, the medical room, and and come back yeah, and man. score one one or two, or at well, least keep, cold therapy, it keep that defense you know up there worried about. Our players, so they can't just fly. Their players can't just fly mm -hmm. by and not worry about anything up there. Bueno, bueno. Listen, got we got. We'll see what happens with uh, with Inter Miami, but the fact of the matter is, we got a few minutes left on the show here, and there's another team in Florida who's actually playing pretty well, and Gus happens to cover them. They're a rival, it's but a but uh, they had a big win. It was a, it wasn't a full strength Philly squad, Biggie. but it was a very yeah. bigly win. But it wasn't a full-strength <laughs> Orlando team either. They didn't have their best goalie. No. They didn't have their best uh, player. And they still went into a place that hadn't lost at home in 13 matches. Yeah. And they took the dub. They took the three points over Philly. They went up to the mm -hmm. to, to the Union, beat them 2-1, I think was the final score. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, man. So, Gus, your floor is yours, Mr. The New Orlando City guy. What's up? What do you guys... <laughs> Why well, should I mean, uh, like, why should we be worried unlike, or looking at the perps? Unlike uh, Inter Miami, Orlando does not have problems at the goalkeeper position, right? Yeah. I mean, you guys were talking about uh, about uh, Drake Gallander for a little bit, but yeah. man, Orlando, they they all season at Pupo has been amazing. Yeah. This this game, he wasn't there. Obviously, he was playing with Peru, but uh, but uh, Mason Staj Duhar, bro, that guy came in and he he held it down. And he's a homegrown player for Orlando. He kind of ha hasn't really had a lot of opportunities for playing time. So this was, for him, a big opportunity for him to just show what he's what he's capable of doing. And hopefully they can rely on him a little bit more and give El Pupo some rest whenever he needs it and, th and things like that. And I think he really proved himself, man. Last time that he got um, some minutes, it was against Philly, and they peppered him, man. They, they put five on him. So I, I think he had something to prove against this team this time. And um, he had some big saves, man. Big saves for, for Orlando on the road, no less. So you know how it is, man. When you're a, when you're a goalkeeper on the road, you always have the, the opposing team's uh, fan base right behind you. Man, it's crazy. It's crazy. So shout out to, uh, to Mason, man. He got it done. And not Orlando only that, jumped uh, all the way to fourth place sorry? in the East right now. Eight points. Uh, yeah, only man. Atlanta, Cincinnati, yeah. and only two England more than Miami. Of... Only two more than Look, Miami. Orlando, that that's true. That's true. But the the thing that Orlando does very well is that they have they don't give up a lot of goals. They I think they've only given up four goals all season, which yeah. is yeah. near which is you know ranking defense them wins, near the top of the list. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro. Defense wins championships, but and they don't. They don't score at a high at a high rate. So, yeah, you know, at that's their... that's why. That's why Orlando. Orlando could be, um, uh, even higher in the rankings. But you know, they tied a lot of games. They 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 drew a lot of games. You know, they they haven't. They've only lost one regular season game all season. Yeah, I'm looking right? at their their schedule right now. So they they had a zero yeah. zero draw. Uh, at home against mm-hmm. Cincinnati to open the season, then they went one-one yeah. in DC. They did lose no, their they next op- game. They opened the season. They opened the season winning uh, against the Red Bulls. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Red Bulls one nothing. Then a zero-zero yeah. draw against Cincinnati. Then they traveled to DC one-one. Then they went back home, took on a Charlotte team who is mm-hmm. kind of was in a similar position. They had um, struggled to start the season. Yeah. But Charlotte's a good squad. And mm-hmm. they lost two to one there, but then they bounced back with a big win against Philly. And now Orlando mm-hmm. is uh, at home again this weekend, taking on Nashville. So we'll see how they do here. But as of yeah, right Nashville's, now, Nashville's a good team too, man. Mm-hmm. Nashville's uh, sitting Nashville's in sixth. And uh, right now, Miami is holding on to that ninth spot in the rankings there for the playoffs. So yeah, is that is that a playing game? I don't know how they're for doing the playoffs. That. I think eight and nine are playing games. Yeah, it or might is, be. is a playing game. I think so, yeah. probably. Well, Philadelphia's right there with Inner Miami. So um if we got problems, yeah. they got some yeah. problems too. It, but Yeah. But I, I don't think, you know, if, if Miami uh in their last three losses, if they were, you know, fighting and they just, you know, narrowly lost or or maybe they lost one zero all those games, something like that, yeah. I think we would feel a lot differently than losing, you know. Three two to last place Chicago. Yeah, no, you know, it's, it's, I think that's I think that's the problem. I think that's why we're reacting the way we're reacting. Yeah, you know, like, there's a big yeah. difference between one nothing and being down two nothing to the worst team and having to come yeah. back from two nothing and then doing that and then losing at the end is tough, man. It's tough. Mm-hmm. And then the two nothing yeah. drubbing in Toronto against a team that everybody thought you would play well against, and then the one nothing on goal. It's just been bad bad it's, it's been building it's been building it's snowballing it's been snowballing yeah. and they need to stop yeah. it this game unfortunately if, if miami would have just tied if they would have kept that that tie at the end of the game they would be the seventh seed right now yeah you know that's a, that's a huge difference but one yeah, point this- that one point makes makes that big of a difference yeah looking at the schedule this weekend there's some some nice games there some nice games we'll we'll uh yeah. we'll check it out um Anyway, got time for a quick little USA talk, you think? How are we on time? Let's do it. Real quick. We already right, passed we the hour, so might as well. Might yeah. As well. Might as well. Um, so, U.S. Men's National Team had Nations League action uh, this past week. It was the international break for every league except MLS due to the fact that mm-hmm. they, uh, you know, the way the schedule is constructed and this new deal and everything, they weren't able to, you know, take a week off. So that's why we had these games with a lot of teams and a lot of players missing uh, from their teams. But with that being said, USA brought out a really good squad with them on the road. Mm-hmm. Interim manager, you know, had a good uh, had a good uh, good showing. You got uh, Gio Reyna back on the squad there with Pulisic. You had all this stuff that we talked about last week, and they go and they beat Grenada seven uh, seven one, I believe, was the final yes. score mm-hmm. in the first game, and then in the second game, a much a much more difficult El Salvador team up in Orlando playing against the United States and 
That Salvador squad, man, they got a couple. They have, I know they have at least one MLS guy in there. They have some good players, and they put it to the U.S. They put it to the U.S. to the tune of it was 0-0 in the second half. USA made a sub late in the, uh, you know, midway through the second half. They brought in Ricardo Pepe, El Tren, and, dude, first touch. Takes it, chips it over the goalie. Ended up being the game winner, one nothing. Bro, Pepe, Pepe, Pepe has something to prove, bro. After that World Cup snub, yeah. he's he's you know he's angry. I love I love it. Definitely, definitely. Maybe. What do you think, Tavi? I think that Burkhalter looks like a fool for leaving leaving the kid after oh, he told him, "Hey, you know, sure. you need you need you need to leave them on this, go to Europe, and so you can be considered." But he does everything he says, and he then he takes the MLS be- guys. He didn't have a great <laughs> beginning up there, yeah. But 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 he's he's developing. Um, he, he came in and, and he showed a skill set that, that's necessary in any team. I, I liked Anthony Hudson, the way he he, mm-hmm. he he put a team out to go. He's telling yeah. these guys, go. And, and he did the same thing against El Salvador. Mm-hmm. Salvador has USA's number and the fact that they know how to play them physical. This is how you play teams like that, that, that love to score. You play them physical and you punch Slow them the up and, don't give them, and you don't give them space. Exactly. And they have that to a T against... Um, against uh, the USA, even though the USA had the ball and controlled it. I like what Hudson is doing. I like the players he's picking. I like the style they're playing. And one thing that we talked about last time, you know, uh, Hudson, he's temporary, but man, if, if, if things keep working, can, can he be less, mm-hmm. you know, not so temporary? And maybe Buck Halter can be pushed. But real talk, off. real talk, real talk. Is uh-huh. Hudson a Band-Aid or is he a cure? That's what you have to you have to you know make that evaluation. Well, he's, he's he's put there to be a band aid. But yeah. if the team if the team is performing, if the team is winning, if the players he's picking great players and the style is is more exciting. It's not the 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 Burkhalter kind of like uh, you know yeah let's 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 attack but let, you know let's defend Let, yeah. let's go for that the defense super tight first. You, you, the team looks good. He, Miles Robinson came back from injury. Looked like he never left. Uh, there's a lot of interesting young players, Team USA, and it, and it looks like it's a deep squad. I'm very, very, um, I'm looking forward to to the development of this team and for the World Cup here. This team, yeah. you know, it's going to be a home team, and, and it, it hopefully something can happen. Maybe they can do like an FAU run. Maybe they can do an FAU run. Maybe something like that could happen. You know uh, who I like? Uh, you know who I like? I, I like that they put in Sendejas because he's he's mm-hmm. one of those uh, old school kind of like tens. So he yeah. gives Polishik, he gives Reina a little bit of freedom when when you know when when they're in there too. Mm-hmm. And and these guys, all these quality players in there, you know, once they get it together, they they can they can move that ball around. They can put it in. They're building something. Yeah. They're building something. What I and like is. Good. I like the, the Zendejas. I feel like he's fitting in nicely. Uh, unfortunately, I read somewhere that Tyler Adams not looking good. It looks like he's hamstring. injured out for the rest hamstring. of the season. Yeah, surgery. Surgery. Um, but you, you like to see the – you like the chemistry between the McKinney, Brandon Aronson off the bench, the Pulisic, yeah. the Musa. And, uh, and lately there's been some talk here. I don't know how familiar you guys are with – let me see if I get this oh, name right. You got the inside scoop, though. Follerin Balogun. Uh-huh. Follerin Balogun. I don't know. How, I'm, I'm hoping I'm pronouncing it right. But homeboy right now, I believe, is the third leading scorer in League One. 
out in uh, in France. On France. On yeah. France. He uh, plays for Stadrens. Okay. <laughs> and um, he's the third leading scorer. He's a Arsenal player. Okay. I don't know how uh, familiar uh-huh. are He's an Arsenal player on loan. He came up through his, I think he was born in New York, but raised in, mm-hmm. in England. He's He was part of the, uh, the England youth squad. Anyway, he's kind of like right now, like that high school player or that 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 guy who's about to enter the transfer portal in college football and he's kind of <laughs> highly touted and he's going out and he spent the last week yeah. going around the united states on tour basically like yeah let me check this out let me see what's up because he has eligibility still to make a switch to mm-hmm. uh to the united states now this dude is pretty much exactly what the united states needed during the World Cup, you know, a bona fide number nine. That's what this guy does. He wakes up in the morning and he scores goals. Okay. This guy's all over the pitch. He's uh he's he's sick with it. He's got that swag too. He's playing out there. He's had some really good performances. And now there's talk, and it's looking like if you read between the tea leaves here, uh, apparently he's gone and deleted everything on social media related to like England. He's pretty upset. Seems to be upset because he Damn. feels like, you know, he's kind of like, uh, like, like a trans. Let's let's keep it in in uh, in our NCAA terms here. You know, yeah, he's on that Kentucky squad, but he's like the sixth or seventh man on the squad, and he wants to be the number one guy right now. And he's like, yo, like this team is loaded. Uh-huh. You guys are promised me I was gonna get some PT, and I'm not. And you know, maybe I should enter the transfer somewhere. portal. So that's kind of where we're at right now, and it's picked up steam. Now, a lot of people didn't know who this kid was. A lot of people didn't know who this guy was two weeks ago, you know, and a lot of people are learning about him still, myself included. But Mm -hmm. he's got a resume. He's got some impressive. You got to pull up the highlights. He's part of the Arsenal Academy, so you know he's he understands. He's coming. He's not like... uh, Freddie Adu, you know, he's not like a little 16-year-old kid we've never seen or comes from some it's coming from uh from big time yeah. here, you know what I mean? So this could be, and apparently, uh, you know who else is in Arsenal? Goalie. Uh-huh. Goalie. Gus, remember right. how you asked uh Miguel yes. <laughs> yeah the goalie yes we, uh, we don't need to relive that moment i'm not i'm not gonna put you on blast here on the show i'll do it after um anyway uh so matt mm-hmm. turner who's the goalie for arsenal and obviously knows this guy has been you know getting in his ear like bro come Working. on come Working on he's the, he's the double agent he's like mm-hmm. yo we're teammates here in arsenal we could be teammates on us bro let's yeah let's go be the guy bro we're ready we're primed world cup is I in the united see, states i saw matt turner I saw Matt Turner was he was being interviewed somewhere. I think it was ESPN, and mm-hmm. um, and he was saying that when um, what, what's his kid's name again? Folarin, 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 Balogun, Balogun. Yes, that when he when he went to uh, he was with with Arsenal during the preseason, and and the two of them hit it off immediately. He yeah. said, so I think that's a great sign. Oh, you know, I like it. I like yeah, something, man. something to keep an eye out for and keep yeah, yeah. watching. We'll see what develops. Um, USA uh, now moves on to the semifinals where they're going to play against Mexico in the Nations League Cup. I think in June is the next game. So mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll be back to MLS action. 
Um, but I think this is a good spot here to put a little bow on it, wrap it up, and thank uh, thank Chavi, thank Gus, and uh, thank our special guest today, Zach, for hanging out with us, joining us before his big trip yeah. to Houston in the Final Four. Um, I think it was a great show today, man. I had a lot of fun. This was a, mm-hmm. a good time. Went a little long, but it's always nice when it's a, with a guest. And um, any last words here, guys? Any last uh, spicy sports nuggies? Anything you got there, Gus? I don't have anything. Okay, good. I don't have anything either. Chavi, how about you? <laughs> let's go, Neville. Let's go, Neville. Let's go, Inter Miami. Let's let's get some wins. Let's get some goals, and let's uh let's regroup next week and talk some more shit about the team. All let's right, shock the world. Shock the world. Yeah. All right. Uh. All right, guys. Thanks so much for watching, hanging out. <laughs> big uh, Please. big thanks again to everybody who came out. Uh, and be sure to hit that subscribe button, hit the like button, share this show. If you're listening on the podcast later, thank you so much. Uh, be sure to subscribe there as well and have a great night. We'll see you next week. All right. I wrote a song about it. Like the kid, here go. Live every Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Records played on Wednesday. <laughs> Lemon City. La, 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 la. I'm always happy to jump on with uh, my favorite Lemonheads.